Welcome to Food Ad, the podcast that explores the vital role food plays in the classroom. Join us as we dive into the latest research, share best practices, and hear from experts in the field. Let's work together to create a school environment where every student can thrive. Let's become food educated together. Hello, everyone. My name is Svetlana, and I'll be your host for today. I'm so excited to introduce you to Julie Thomas, who is a principal at the St. Philip Neri School. Hi, Julie. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. So good to see you. Why don't we start with a quick intro on yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a native of California, actually currently being principal at this elementary school that I attended. And so it's been full circle. So this is my 34th year as a professional educator, and um, I'm thrilled to hopefully be at the place where I will end up finishing out my career. That's so exciting. It's lovely. It's lovely. Um, I have had the pleasure of teaching um, multiple grades. I've taught anywhere from kindergarten through grade 10. Um, I particularly like middle school students. Um, That's always been a little bit of a a niche for me. Um, I've also been a teacher and an administrator in both public schools and Catholic schools in the greater Bay Area, Oakland, Alameda, San Leandro, and Danville. Um, oh my gosh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And um, I just, I don't get bored. Teaching is ever evolving and the kids uh, make it fun and um, and challenging and interesting every day. So uh, it's it's definitely been a, um, a career and a passion and a love. Well, that's wonderful. We're super lucky to have people like you and so that's very exciting to hear that you're in the same school. Never imagined in a million years, not only just like teaching, but to think that I might actually come back and, and be a principal here. And the thing that I love about it is that um, I think a big reason why I went into education is because I had such positive experiences myself, um, both in elementary and in high school. And um it it just seemed like a, a natural for me. And so I love the fact that I'm actually giving back to the, the same community that I was raised in. Um, and it's it's thriving. It's it's doing wonderfully well, um, which I can't take a whole lot of credit for, but I'm really glad because I felt like it was really strong when I attended. Yes, very good. Well, all of three of my children graduated from Mercy High School, so... Uh, here in uh, Berlin game. So yes, very familiar with with uh, Catholic schools and uh, the curriculum. Well, I think that we would love to get into a little bit of food ed with you and ask you as a principal, what do you guys do, if anything, to uh, teach kids about food, anything at all. What do you guys have any initiative at this moment? I wouldn't say that we have an initiative, but the philosophy of our school 
is that we educate the whole child. So physically, academically, spiritually, social, emotionally, we are looking at, and we see how it all is important. It all comes together. And if we're not paying attention to one part of that, it can throw the balance off and we, um, we can have students who are experiencing challenges learning. So uh, I think that there has been a real focus in the last 10 years at least, if not longer, to scale back on some of the sweets that were always like the go-to treat. Instead, we try to give our students experiences as a treat rather than the sweet, easy donut or the popsicle or, you know, something that would be fast and easy. We, we now give them an experience. Maybe we go to the park or we go for a fun, you know, nature walk around the neighborhood as something different. Wow. So no snack, but instead of a snack, you guys do something fun. Correct. So okay. just looking at those different options rather than having food be a source of um, the treat or always having to be a sweet treat. Um, there's a number of things we do too. The uh, one thing is that we were really choosy about the uh, cafeteria or the food service that we provide for the students, making sure that there are lots of healthy choices and that it's a real balanced approach. And honestly, I do yard duty and um, I'm looking at the kids eating their lunches and they're lovely, fresh salads and, and fruits and vegetables, and they love it. It's t good tasting. It's, they know that it's healthy for them. I've seen, you know, 35 years ago when I started my career, um, we didn't see that that good balance of real healthy foods versus the treats. And I've noticed in the last 10 years that it's really changed because adults are changing and parents are changing their approaches. And so we're partnering, and that's another part of our philosophy, is partnering with parents. Parents are the primary educators. So we partner with parents. And if we didn't have that buy-in with the parents, it would be much more difficult to keep the, maintain this culture of health and wellness. So that's one thing we do. We also have a school garden. And I think oh, having okay. the students involved in gardening, in raising food, in harvesting, in cleaning it, uh, tasting it, and then sometimes they even get to make something with it. So then it's really making all of those connections of this is good for you. Isn't it fun to grow it yourself? And wow, it's even, you know, more exciting when we get to eat something that we've grown ourselves. And there's a real appreciation there for that as well. Um, and then the last thing is that we can just bring it into so many different curricular areas at different grade levels um, for different purposes. You know, um, mindfulness is a practice that I'm a big advocate of because it really helps everybody. And um, one of the mindful uh, practices we have is mindful eating. And we usually do it with a grape or something we know is not going to cause any kind of allergy. But take a good long time holding that grape, looking at the grape, smelling the grape, listening to the grape, um, so that 
There's uh, an appreciation for food, uh, a reverence for food. We actually pray before lunch to thank for our, be thankful for the food and the people that grew it and people who brought it to us. Um, so there's a lot of focus. And I just think that food brings people together. Um, you yeah. know, social, emotionally, Definitely. we yeah. have been really focused on what's good for students and what helps students be successful. And having a strong community of learners is one way of doing that. And building community in the classroom can be done by having a potluck, bringing in your favorite fruit and sharing it. You know, there's just so many ways that we can really highlight that, that nutrition and, and the goodness of food and have fun with it as well. This episode is brought to you by Rainbow Chefs Academy. Rainbow Chefs Academy provides turnkey nutrition and wellness training for schools, home-based and after-school programs. For more information, please check the link in the show notes or visit rainbowchefsacademy.com. And now, back to the show. Well, that sounds like you already have so much in place with, with the kids and they're enjoying. You guys have a garden. Um, so in the garden, do you guys have a class where you guys can make the food or do they just kind of look at the food? Where's the garden come in? Tell me about that. <clears throat> garden science is a class that we offer to um, kindergarten through fifth grade. And so they are learning okay. about the process of planting and okay. taking care of the um, plants and then growing the food and harvesting. And then after they've harvested, they will, if it's something that they can eat raw, they will wash it. They'll learn how to cut it carefully if they're in old the enough okay. to do so. That's kind of the extent to which we've been doing that. But then in our extended care program, <clears throat> they do have a little cooking activity once a week where they do some taste tests and then they get to try different kinds of snacks that they can make for themselves. And it's often a healthy alternative. And so <clears throat> that's kind of how we bridge those things. We don't have a specific cooking class necessarily, but there is that sort of extension to, and now we're going to prepare it and enjoy it and eat it. Right. Um, so you probably know that as of now, every sixth or seventh child is obese and diabetic by the age of 12, unfortunately, right? Do you feel as a principal that bringing in actual health, wellness, and nutrition education in the school, in the classroom would be helpful? Do you think that would help accomplish basics of health, wellness, and nutrition? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the, the students, the children will embrace it sometimes, um, even if that's not what they're experiencing at home. And so they can positively influence their parents. Now, <clears throat> the last, uh, this school and most of the elementary schools that I've been connected with, and even the secondary schools, there, it, it seems like communities are definitely getting behind healthier alternatives, less sugar, um, less processed foods. Um, the 
the water stations where they can refill their water bottles. I mean, those are becoming standard now. Um, we, we didn't see those things five years ago. Um, so all of these kinds of trends and um, putting it into the classroom, bring, making it something that is a value of the school community is definitely going to help our general population because <clears throat> it's easy and convenient, right, to, to grab something that's processed or to, to, to do those things. So if you have a community that's sort of supporting you in doing the alternative, I think it's easier to make that shift. Yes, I, I believe. Well, also with leaders like yourself, with principals like yourself, I think that we eventually will achieve that. I think that's very important to educate our youth on health, wellness, and nutrition. But you know, having leaders like yourself in the community. And I think that the family school connection is huge, like you said. I love that you say that because I've seen that in my own kids. And I know that that's very, that that's a very big thing. Yes. Um, what are some of the things that you enjoy to cook, to make, to eat? We want to know a little bit more about you. Well, I come from an Italian-Irish Catholic family, that a very large family, okay. that um, we had, my folks loved to cook. My dad was a natural cook. My mom was more of, I like to follow the recipe, but the combination of the two of them, at each meal, we were thinking about the next meal and planning the next meal. But we we had seven children. I'm the youngest. My, we didn't have a whole lot of money. But we had the best food. You know, they went to the butcher. This was just, they. it was the old ways of doing things. They went to the butcher. They went to the bakery. They went to, you know, the produce market. They went to the dairy. I mean, there was just this kind of old school way of um, eating fresh, artisanal non-processed foods. foods. Right, right. non-processed foods. So right. this whole, you know, in the last 25 years or so where this has become, you know, the slow food movement and all these things, I was raised that way. So it to me, the best meal is a home-cooked family gathering Absolutely. where, you know, my sister-in-law is making the salad and my brother-in-law is Family's on together. the barbecue and... Yeah. You know, even the kids get involved and we're just, we're all quite, um, quite close because I think of our family gatherings, which really are so centered around good, ethnic, wonderful, fresh food. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. I, I, I come, I come from Ukraine and I have the same, what I heard you, I do the same still. So we have a big family. Cooking is a, it's a chore, but it's such a pleasure when you have everybody in the kitchen, kids, grandparents, parents, it's just wonderful. I, I think, I think, and I wish it was more in practice now. I feel it would be very helpful to our kids, to our community. So I, I think because you are like that the example and you bringing that down into the school, into the, your community. That's, 
that's what probably makes your being a successful principal. I appreciate that. You know, I mean, it's, it's the fact of we have to take care of ourselves first. So it really is starting with adult behaviors. So whether it's mindfulness or, you know, anything else that we're teaching or we want to instill in our students, we really have to be embracing it ourselves first. Yes. Um, yes. Because it's, it's not going to come across authentically um, yes. and make the impact that we hope it will if it's not. So um, <clears throat> I definitely agree with you. So, yeah, I just actually had a break, um, spring break, and was so thrilled because I had that time to do some cooking for family and we had, you know, Easter celebration and um, making those specialty items that everybody gets excited to have because you only have them a few times a year. But, you know, it's a labor of love and it's well worth it because of everybody's joy and everything. So, yes, yes. Food is everything and family food and kids, they pick up on all of that, even at school, always. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, I think that's why middle schoolers had such a good time <laughs> with me was that I knew that they I could always get them enthusiastic <laughs> because of food. And so, you know, just bringing in something. And with social studies, you know, you can do international foods. And we do have a family tradition day where we have, you know, what is your family custom? And so a lot of that, the teachers will decide if it should have a food element um, to it. And so there's just a lot of different ways that, that we bring that about. Well, I think that's most important. And I'm so thankful that I heard you today and I got to meet you. Um, I hope that your community continues to strive with you being the principal I think that it's wonderful that you're making such a difference in the lives of the kids. Thank I you, Svetlana. And I love it that you've got all of this great uh, effort going on in terms of promoting wellness and good nutrition because it it's really, really important. I mean, we didn't even get into the research behind good nutrition. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's that's the goal. Julie, my my wish and my hope is for every child to be educated on health, wellness, and nutrition starting at a very early age because that will really set that child up for a healthy lifestyle and a successful life because all we have is our health, you know, at the end of the day. So true. And I think that it really is probably one of the the top things, top priorities we all should be looking at is health and wellness. And yes. and it starts well, with the food that you put in your body. You know, we yes. can we it, can do so much yes. more with food than we can with medicine. A hundred percent. Food is medicine. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. For, for, for many years. But I think that together with leaders like you, we can do it. We can really offset diabetes and obesity together as a team. Absolutely. And, and organizations like yours and people taking up, you know, interests in cooking and, um, and the farmer's markets and enjoying the whole process of it, you know, 
um, choosing the foods and, and even like we said, you know, if you can grow the food, that's even better. Yeah. Well, you're already doing so much. It's wonderful. And it, I'm sure that it shows throughout the school. That's wonderful. It does. Well, I will reach out to say hello to you and let's stay in touch. And I thank you so very much. You made my morning. It was a delightful interview. You're, you're beautiful inside out. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for inviting me. It was a pleasure to meet you my as pleasure. well. This was great. My pleasure. I hope we'll stay in I touch. Will. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Julie. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube. Let's work together to create a school environment where every student can thrive while becoming food educated together. We will see you next week on Food Ed.